Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. This is series two, episode 56, and we are now commencing our new study for this week in the Come Follow Me materials. Um, I'm Matthew Roberts, your host as always, and I invite you to join us on on the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me Facebook group so that you can find out more and share some of your own study. Uh, we're looking at February the 24th to March the 1st. We're actually going to be moving into March. We're in two months already into this year when we reach the end of this week, which is absolutely crazy. Uh, but we are looking at Second Nephi, um, chapters 26 to 30, a marvellous work and a wonder. We are going to commence with the first section in the personal scripture study. Second Nephi 26 verses 20 to, 30 to 33. Jesus Christ invites all to come unto him. Now, it's worth remembering uh, as we go through this, the context of these verses, Nephi is now has now finished quoting directly from Isaiah. And so the words that we read here are from Nephi himself. And so therefore, um, what he's doing is he's kind of giving his, his perspective and his summary of what he's just read in Isaiah, which is why we might see some bits from Isaiah quoted, which I'm going to refer to in a moment. Uh, but also, uh, we need to remember that it's actually Nephi speaking, which is probably why these chapters are easier to follow. Uh, but um, these kind of lead on directly from chapter 25. So it may be worth going back and just reviewing chapter 25, because it men- he mentions how he's spoken the words of Isaiah. They're difficult to understand. There's ways you can understand Isaiah. And now he goes into kind of his views and perspectives and his own uh, kind of uh, impressions on these words that Isaiah has said. Uh, so we'll begin in verse uh, 20 to 21. And uh, Nephi continues with the Gentiles. So he talks about how the Gentiles will be the cause or the um, the the way that the, the gathering, that gathering of Israel begins, that when the Book of Mormon comes forth, you know, there will be a great importance, the Gentiles, to the delivering of the gospel. However, um, then they start to fall away, as is often the case with, with people throughout the history of mankind. Uh, in verses 20 to 21, it says, And the Gentiles are lifted up in the pride of their eyes and have stumbled because of the greatness of their stumbling block, that they have built up many churches. Nevertheless, they put down the power and miracles of God and preach up unto themselves their own wisdom and their own learning, that they may get gain and grind upon the face of the poor. And there are many churches built up with, which cause envyings and strifes and malice. Um, we see that, that the, the, the plan of Satan, the cunning of Satan, is that he finds multiple ways, different strategies uh, to, to thwart the work of the Lord. And this is one of them, um, that he has caused great a great number of faiths, religions, churches, which, of course, uh, contradict or have differences with each other. Sometimes those differences are very slight, but they cause a, di- a difference, a division. And Nephi states here that one of the reasons that some of these uh, churches are built up are for people to get gain. And that may be in a monetary way, or it may simply be in a in, in notoriety or praise or, you know, that popularity. Um, and of course, that then means that um, people struggle uh, to, to have the Holy Ghost with them. In 2 Nephi 28, uh, which we'll read later, but this links very well, verse 4, it says, And they shall contend with one with another, and their priests shall contend one with another, and they shall teach with their learning and deny the Holy Ghost which giveth utterance. Uh, 
But, uh, you know, I was uh, listening to Leading Saints. Uh, I think I've mentioned this already. I can't remember, actually. Um, but they shared a presentation given by Rob Farrell, who is a former YSA state president. And he talked often about how the God's plan and Satan's plan basically can be boiled down to two different words. The, the Savior's plan on earth is for us to build connection, is to strengthen that connection with with him, obviously, and with our Heavenly Father, but also amongst each other, particularly within our families, that those connections are sealed uh, as, it, as it is uh, in the temple of the Lord and so on. Um, but the, the Satan's plan is the opposite, and the opposite of this is contention. Anything that can cause contention then will draw us away. And I think this is another reason why in verse 20 we read about these many churches built up, that that is a way of Satan to build contention. And so this this kind of paradigm between connection and contention is what we're battling through, um, that we can remove contention from bet between each other within ourselves, uh, and so, as it says in verse 21, it causes envyings and strifes and malice. And so this is one of the ways that Satan uh, works. is not necessarily to say to us blatantly, come on, do this bad thing, but just to cause general confusion and contention, which then leads to further contention within ourselves. And of course, this leads to uh, verse 22, which gives a, a one of the great object lessons we read in this section. Um it says, and there are also secret combinations, even as in times of old, according to the combinations of the devil, for he is the founder of all these things, yea, the founder of murder and works of darkness, yea, and he leadeth them by the neck with a flaxen cord, until he bindeth them with his strong cords forever. Of course, in this uh, verse, I'm talking about the, the flaxen cord. Now, um, I will actually share that. I wasn't planning on sharing this, but actually this I found this quite interesting. So there were some critics uh, of the Book of Mormon in the uh, in the kind of early stages where um, they argued that this image of binding around a neck uh, and leading someone with a, with a cord was actually uh, like part of a Masonic ritual. And so they argued that the young prophet Joseph Smith kind of gained this from this ritual. Um, but that's been, well, th there's an interesting uh, paper, which I can link to in the show notes, which basically refutes this and says many reasons why this is not the case. Um, simply, one of the reasons mainly because that this flaxen cord being, or a cord being around a neck to guide a prisoner uh, is like is is found in a number of places uh, in ancient um, civilizations, such as in ancient Egypt and other, and, and in other places. Uh, so you know that, and that actually there are links to this uh, within the Bible also. So there is you know a number of um, sources where Nephi himself may have learned of this idea of guiding someone with a with a flaxen cord. So yeah, I just thought that was interesting, but. Uh, a flaxen cord, out of interest, is is a cord which is easily broken at first. Uh, so it's not, you know, it's not a very thick cord. But when you think about the way that Satan works, that's a, that's a perfect way of describing it. Because once again, he doesn't just, in the first contact, contact yank someone away and decide, and that person decide, right, I'm going to do this really bad thing. He'll find ways. He'll find things that uh, he can use to eventually guide us away to, to greater uh, temptations. Um, and this flaxen cord is the means of guiding us away ever so subtly, even without us possibly even realizing, but guiding us slowly, slowly away from the path, from the iron rod, if you like, uh, so that we don't recognize that we're being guided away until he can then get us to a position further away from the spirit where he can then grip us with stronger cords. Um, and, you know, it's it's this kind of being led without realizing we're being led that is so dangerous. Um, 
in a talk uh, called Rest Unto Your Souls in October 2010. This was said by Per G. Marm. He said, quote, Along our way, we are aided in our choices through the sustaining influence of the Spirit. Now, if we choose to act con contrary to the light and understanding that we have, we will experience a bad conscience, which of course does not feel good. But a bad conscience is a blessing in that we immediately that we immediately are reminded that it is time to repent. When we are humble and desire to do that which is right, we will be anxious to act promptly and change our ways, while those who are proud and who may seek to become a law unto themselves will allow Satan to lead them by the neck with a flaxen cord until he bindeth them with his strong cords forever. Unless the spirit of repentance enters their hearts, to follow evil influences can never result in a feeling of peace, simply because peace is a gift from God, and it only comes through the Spirit of God. Wickedness never was happiness. In our day-to-day -day actions, it is often the small and simple things that will have a long-lasting impact. What we say, how we act, and how we choose to react will influence not only ourselves, but those around us. We can build up or we can tear down. Close quote. Some wonderful words there uh, by Elder Marm. And I think that they uh, they reflect directly to what this flaxen cord uh, symbolism means, how it can guide and 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 uh, you know secretly re remove us. Now I'm coming up to the tenth minute now, and I've only gone through two of the six points I wanted to make uh, within this chapter, so I am going to uh, stop it there. Uh, I hope that you've enjoyed the study today. Please uh, follow the Facebook group. What I'll do is I'll post the. Um, the link perhaps about flax and cords uh, to to that Facebook group uh, in case you're interested any further. So it's well worth you joining. Uh, I hope that you've enjoyed the study and gained something from it. From it. Please share what you've been studying at MattSRoberts90 on Twitter or email session at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your feedback. Or of course, you can easily join the Facebook group by searching Church of Jesus Christ Study Session uh, with Come Follow Me and uh, you can uh, share what you've been studying there. Thank you for your time and, and until we meet again.